All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 32 of the Kill Your Internet podcast. With you, as always, is your boy, Colin. We got a gear car episode today. With us today is Mr. Roast Malone, Eric Burke. How we doing today, buddy? So, dude, schlepping <laughs> gears, drinking beers. <laughs> and we have Ken. What's up, bud? Yeah, what's up? Drinking beers. Woo, bud. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> I hate you guys, yeah. <laughs> Ken has brought up whether or not when people see that it's just the gear car, whether or not they just turn the episode off. <laughs> they just they can't handle it. They just throw their phone out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> they owe me another phone. <laughs> they're, they're like, oh, man, I wonder who the guest's going to be today. It's probably somebody influential. And it's like, nah, man, it's just the gear car. <laughs> like, shit, I just used my upgrade. <laughs> Damn it. I shouldn't have downloaded that shit. I was running out of room anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah, but it's just the, the three of us today. We have good interviews the rest of the week, but I wanted to just get a week or at least an episode in with just uh, just the idiots in the band. A lot going on in the band right now. Uh, guys, I'm very proud of us. Once again, Zeros is doing really well. I'm proud of us for just pushing forward and really getting a lot of shit done. So, shouts to that. Yeah. For real. I like how I get excited about shit and I can always just look at Eric and his only response is ever like, yeah, man, that's cool. Keep moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> Keep on trucking. Yeah, Eric, Eric, Eric's got like motivational speeches in his head. He's like, yeah, dog, we only look forward. Nah, I just got my eye on the horizon, B. <laughs> Monkey doesn't go back in the bottle. He only comes out. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like I said, we have a packed episode today. Uh, a lot of wildest shit that we've seen on the internet. A lot of songs, and we have an amazing coronavirus survival guide. Uh, oh, yeah. But, dude, I, just, I was just on the shore, right? And uh, if you look on the camera, we have a lot of body armor sitting around us so last week after i ran i put a a post it was a what are you laughing at it's like two measly (laughs) (laughs) we got a shitload yeah so if you look over to the left of us (laughs) we have cases of body armor sitting in the studio no lie and uh we balling so i posted a picture of me drinking a body armor on our instagram and uh, a friend of mine chris who i went to college with hit me up and he's like dude i'm a rep for body armor do you want to try some of the new flavors and i was like yeah sure man we'll plug it on the podcast uh, and then I came over from the shore, and there was 12 cases of body armor sitting outside my door. Dude, pull up. Yeah, no. I, so we have body armor for life. I will say, I've always been a body armor over Gatorade guy, because this shit actually tastes like, you could taste the coconut water in it. Yes. It's delicious. Yeah. So I will say, if you're going to be drinking any sports drinks, go for the super drink. I got the orange mango here. Eric, what do you have? I got the strawberry banana. Delish. You got, I got the, orange mango also. Dude, we have every flavor imaginable, and they're Goddamn delicious. So shout out to Body Armor for hooking it up. Going to fuel yeah, us in the studio. If I can, quickly, I just want to say I sweat my ass off at work. Mm-hmm. And I drink these. And, like, you, I mean, Gatorade, I feel like Gatorade just kind of, like, I'm not, talk- I love it's, it's, I'm not talking shit, but, like, Gatorade's, like, it tastes pretty, sugary, pretty carb though. heavy. Yeah. I feel like you, if you drink a Gatorade, like, you're full of shit. Yeah, you're full. Yeah, it does right, this, I feel like this just kind of just, like, rejuices your whole body. Like, yeah. Like, Dude, they're taking over. Way. They're like, taking over, too. They it was a clutch tra- um, college hangover drink. Oh, sure. yeah. Hangover cure, well, dude, you've seen me after shows. You've seen me after shows. I'm drenched all the way through. Yeah. Fruit Punch Bloody. Body Armor is my shit, dude. That's 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 my drink right there. So, shout out to it. Chris. Shout out to Body Armor for hooking it up. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess, like, I'm looking at it now. And we're already getting ready for part two of the album. We're, we're, I, I'm just happy because I don't know, like, I feel like songwriters can attest to this. There's sometimes when, like, you're busy doing other things, like either putting out music or doing videos or doing a stupid podcast, and you feel like you can't write songs anymore. And then what just came out of me, the, the song that we're going to record, I was like, okay, I still, I still got this shit. I still, I still got it. Still got it. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah, would have been, a t- that would have been trouble if I was like, yeah, guys, I actually can't write songs anymore. This is done. Yo, also, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Wendy Rollins. Uh, Wendy has joined the podcasting game, and I listened to her first podcast. It's called the Alternatives oh, yeah. uh, Podcast. First off, I texted Sick Wendy game. after I listened to it, and. I said, you could read the fucking phone book, and I would listen to the whole thing. I don't give a shit. Yeah, her voice needs to be on something. Radio, podcast. It's, it's yeah. unbelievable. And it was great, too, because I heard her say fuck. Like, it was like my dream of, like, I always hear Wendy on, like doing ad reads on the, on the radio, but this was, like, uncut Wendy Rollins, and it was, like, I just love to see people that we love and that deserve to be heard doing something like that. And I just wanted to give a shout-out to Wendy right away. So, yeah, so I was down the shore this weekend, like I said, playing Bago on the beach. I dry, Dude, I swear to God. At, you know, a family of six, I think we went through like three cl- three cases of White Claw. So, Eric, cover your ears. Disgusting. Dude, it's delicious. Ken, you're on the seltzer train, I mean, right? White Claw's on the beach is a, it's a deadly it's combo. It's great. But, yeah. I all, dude, I made I made frozen margaritas. We were doing White Claws, Bud Lights, Michelob Ultra. That first night, I think collectively we all just blacked out. And we ended it with, <laughs> first off, if you're not like a Jersey Shore guy or gal, we uh, we ended the night with the Super Tully Nuts, the, the thing from the number one tavern. Uh, 
on uh, First Street in, uh, in yeah. Wildwood. Dude, by the way, pure sugar. They won't tell you what's in it, which is very interesting. But uh, <laughs> we all woke up the next day like, oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody kill me, please. You know what's so good? You got to try Amino Cape May Brewing. Yeah, yeah delicious. They have a orange crush in it. It's an Ooh. orange IPA. In, 80% dude. alcohol. Highly recommend. Did you say 80? 8. Oh, my God. Yeah, 80, <laughs> like, 80, yeah, dude. 80%. It's basically, it's basically rocket fuel. <laughs> yeah. It's Everclear mixed with Everclear. Oh, good job. It's but it's delicious going down. Just sunk my body armor. And then uh, Jimmy was in the mountains. I would love to see Jimmy in the mountains. That's like a dream of mine. I want to see J- Jimmy. My Jimmy was just wet. On wet me. as fuck. <laughs> Jimmy was good from three. That wet Jimmy was brought to you by uh, Body Armor. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but so... Another thing, I want to give a shout out to. We got added to a couple more stations this week for the new single. Something's going on. Uh, I got I got an alert that we were playing in Syracuse, New York, while I was down the shore drunk, and I was just like, "This is pretty fucking sweet." Uh, so thank you to everybody who's been added to the playlist, and I'm happy, and I'm I'm very excited to get into segments today because I got things more planned out than I do usually. Uh, we're gonna start with the wildest shit that we've seen on the internet, and the first thing I do is actually gonna lead me into a larger conversation. But uh, the wildest shit that I seen on the internet. Did you see the video? Of the two kids, they were like teenagers for the first time listening to In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. No. And these kids freaked the fuck out when the drums dropped in. Like, they, like they, it was like one of those YouTube videos where they just have the camera on and they're listening to the song. Yeah. Like, oh, this shit's cool. And then the do 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 drops in and these kids freaked out. And so, like, first off, that song started trending on iTunes and everybody was just like, dude, this shit is like timeless. Like, that song will forever be. By the way, did you ever hear the Meek Mill flip of that? It was the intro to his championships album. It, they made that into a beat. Incredible. It's fucking amazing. That's but what fire. I was introduced to that song through a there's a Tupac song called Sarah Fruit through my yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I first heard in the air tonight and I went back to it. Well, and so it, it, it brought me this conversation. I was actually talking to Bruce Warren, shameless plug for WXPN. Uh, also a guest later on the podcast the this week. Ads. Um no, they get free ads, dude. <laughs> they booked us <laughs> up, they get free ads. But so Just this once. um and I was listening to Motown the entire ride down the shore, and I was like, these songs are just like fucking timeless. Like it's a very Jersey Shore movie. It really is, dude. I'm 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 basically a cartoon character. <laughs> but and so like when the, when the Phil Collins thing came up, and I was listening to Motown, and I was like, dude, does it not feel like things like everything that's getting made right now doesn't feel timeless? I don't remember the last time I heard something come out that I was well, like, you this need is to give it some fucking room. No, but I'm give just saying some time. <laughs> but no, like, so this is my thing. Like, I, I started thinking and I was like, do you think the fact that everybody, everything is made at such a fast clip nowadays and everybody's just trying to ride the next wave and it, it feels like things are just piling on top of each other. And once again, we don't have like the courtesy of time to look back on, but I feel like there's periods of time in music, like some shit's going to last, but I think like maybe the streaming situation is coming to the point where you just have to keep throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. And I know for a fact, like, we were going through a period of time when we were trying to, like, after Roots, trying to figure out what we were, and we were trying to do certain shit and be like, oh, this might work for alternative radio. Like, we were trying to do that. And I feel like there's a lot of people who were just trying to, like, if you listen to, like, the Rock Spotify charts and shit like that. I can't. I can't. Like, nothing, nothing, I said this on a recent podcast. I was like, nothing in the genre is, like, hitting me. Is any of this shit going to be remembered in 10 years? And I, like, uh, that, that to me was, like, do you think we're at a detriment now to where we're not making time? Like I know we are. Like we're we we are making our music, and and I think there is some shit that I really do enjoy. But like, it just feels to me like some of this shit is just like fly by night. I'm happy you brought this up. Good. Uh, I am. I'm kind of glad too. Dude, so you go I, first. All right, <laughs> like, used to be like single, single, like like two or three singles record. Right. In it, like a year. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Doesn't work now, obviously, for whatever reason internet but what got lost in that is like like the foreplay of like waiting for an yeah. album from like dude led zeppelin yeah the hype. Fucking and the me, bill like, to a new album right like, yeah you were on that shit like dude all right so i remember led this zeppelin. as a kid though like i remember like even like a couple years ago being like oh shit you hear that i can't wait for that album to drop i can't remember yeah. the last time i waited around for an album yeah like maybe I, j I mean, cole they're, yeah they're, t- they're, w- they're you know our favorite artists like, right of course yeah. we're in the we're in the net with our favorite artists but so like led zeppelin put out two uh, two two quick albums one and two and then i think it was like the next year was three and then the next year was four so that's like there was all that time in between waiting and then like the good ones deliver of course they fucking did in this example but it's like the 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 speed of which with media and content is created now yeah like i just dude i just feel like i feel like songs and albums 
should sh- like should be held in high regard in the sense where Agreed. they they should be waited on like yeah not with like i mean bated breath you're not saying like yeah 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 like i, I don't want to like i don't want to sound like oh you should be grateful when we put out a record that's not what i'm trying to say but it's like there's like it's a two way like street. A, yeah, there's yeah, two way street. There's like there's like a beauty in waiting for that. Now at the there's same at the same time, it kind of falls on the artist as well because I know like I look at it and I, I think there's so many bands that, that put so much work into records and they release them and they just never get heard. Or like they're like, Okay, so you put that out. When's your next record coming out? Like 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 who's saying that? Like right. I'm saying even for my own brain, the way that I yeah. process shit now, yeah. I'm like I think about like like all right, so I'm bringing this up because I'm bringing it up later in the podcast. But like Future, right? So Future drops an album, right? He drops uh, high, high, high on Life was the album, and the next week I forgot that it existed. I was like, man, I wonder when Future's gonna drop new music. It's not your fault. It's no, but what I'm saying is, is the current industry landscape, the constant flow of stuff, is it making things like songs less of commodities and more of just like okay, you check that off. What's the next thing? It's to me like I, I hope not. No, but that's what I'm worried. About. That's why the conversation when we brought up the Phil Collins song, like that la- that's lasted 40 years. You know what I mean? Like, and people still react to it because the song carried some sort of weight. I don't know what in 20 years from today's landscape we're gonna be like at a bar and hear like uh, the way people hear like Sweet Caroline or Piano Man or some shit like that. And I know that's dating the situation, but I'm saying like, are we undervaluing the art and are we just want more and more of it? Yes. That, that's that's yeah, my so point. I, yeah. I think the streaming model is a big problem. I think I'm not necessarily against streaming in its current iteration. Yeah. I think it can be changed. This is why I think you have a Spotify, you have an Apple Music, you have these like this is Taylor Swift, yeah, like, yeah, which yeah. is like her great her hits. Yeah. yeah, make that free. Make that free. Have a single or two that you're going to promote that goes on there free. Yeah. When you drop an album, have it be like iTunes Music, where you buy the album. So she's really, she tweaked the entire industry, too, to where she she did that. And then she pulled down the album and said, you have to buy it. And uh, Travis Scott actually did something really smart when uh, his first full length came out called Rodeo. What he did was he had a song on there with Young Thug and Justin Bieber. And this is when Justin Bieber was the hottest thing out, right? He made the entire album streamable, but to listen to the Justin Bieber song, you had to buy the album. Yeah, like that's really to, smart. Something like that, because I do agree that I think in the world of streaming, it's more convenience. You drop an album, people can listen to it once, yep. and then they can go back to that well as many times. But it's it's, it's more too like I listen to some of these playlists, and everything's so homogenized, and nothing has this like soul. Because nothing has this like fucking like anything memorable to it. It's just like, do I check these criteria? The playlists have become the ultimate gatekeeper, right? So you have to yeah. check off those boxes. But most of this shit like sounds success. like elevator music. Do you mean like from for success from an artist's perspective? Yes, but all yeah, but also how you get known. It's like you you can't really get to where you want to get unless. But I mean, even like you listen to some of the radio, and it's just the same shit over and over and over again. It's almost like the 50s, 60s, like, single model to where everything kind of felt the same and then the Beatles and the Rolling Stones happened and then there was an avalanche the other way. Maybe something will come along that and makes that's, a shift that's back my to thing. That. Like, I always say when we do something, right, that it has to be undeniable, like, it has to be really good and we put a lot of weight into these songs. But, like, to me, like, I don't want it to sound like it's just part of 2020. I want it to feel timeless. I want it to feel like there's an actual human being making this and it's not, like, some homogenized, done over and over and over again yeah, bullshit. You want it to be a work of art. You don't want it to be, like... But I mean, Ikea, I even, I even hear exactly furniture. But it's like yeah. I even hear bands that I love that like are making records now, and they don't sound like they're old records. They sound like the stuff that's getting pushed left and right. And it's just like I'm not complaining. It's more of like a, it's a fear for the soul of the art. That's all it is. Like I'm not complaining for anybody who's doing anything one way, but I'm worried about the soul of like the shit people are making because it's you can make it a certain way and it gets more readily available. But is that really what you want to make? Yeah. And I think it's also helpful to point out, like, so every like we what, like Travis Scott, Taylor Swift, yeah, these yeah, people yeah. just talking about, like they're at the top, yeah, right. They're a hundred percent, probably not going anywhere, nope. for anytime soon at least. No, like I was, I was th- when we first started, I was thinking more of like kind of bands clamoring to get there, yeah, like makes the ladder that you. much harder, to you know, yeah, like how like. You know, I'm just dude. Taylor Swift could drop an album tomorrow. Probably fucking. She awesome. literally did. She dropped an album on 24 hours notice, and it and it basically yeah. sold 800 thousand copies. Yeah, and that's you know, that, and th- that's probably because it's her. But I will more say though, I will say no. Go ahead, after you. Um, yeah, just like the bands climbing to get to the top, like how. So I guess if you put this forth, if you pose this question to every band now, yeah, 
like all throughout the ranks, like you get di- you'd get like different answers because people like people at the top know they're gonna probably knock it out of the park, yeah, right. But then like there are people who can still swing and miss, yep. like somewhere in the I don't know, probably like, it's like too big to fail. Like the bo- yeah, like there the bo- are some yeah. people that are too big to yeah, fail, yeah, exactly. And like the bottom ninety percentile are like bottom ninety nine percentile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Apparently like, on Spotify every day there's forty eight thousand songs that are dropped. So you got to think, this is the thing, though. Like, so I'm agreeing with everything you're saying, but I think to me, like, what I'm actually looking at is is more from, like, a, why does shit sound the way it does right now? Why does everything either sound the same or not get the attention? Because people got to be safe. Like, I keep thinking, yeah, like, Yeah, safe when, is exactly the word. The next, like, like, Nirvana and grunge going to come along? But as long as you have these Spotify playlists that you have to check these boxes, you're never going to get that new well, thing. Well, bro, at the same yeah. time, this is a, that's actually a perfect example. The words were going to come out of my mouth. In the late 80s, when everything was going on with, like, hair metal and shit like that, everything sounded the same. They were, they were in this, like, weird middle ground where everything, except for maybe, like, Guns N' Roses, sounded the same, right? Even Guns N' Roses checked off some of those. Some of the boxes, hair. but I mean, yeah, they, boxes. they yes, But what I'm saying is, and then all of a sudden, Nirvana happened. Guns N' Roses really only had one good album. <laughs> Appetite for Destruction, but I mean, so so good fucking album. Yeah, it's a great fucking album. Yeah, but let me let me like finish what I'm saying though. Like, there needs to come a point because Nirvana was timeless. Nirvana, you put that shit on today and it still sounds like you're interested in that, right? So, when does that happen? But right now we are stuck in the homogenized section where it's like people are afraid if they try and do something a little bit left to center, it's not going to get heard or won't check the boxes. So, all right. So here's something. So like Nirvana, sure. Take them for example. Huge movement behind it. Atti- there's like with a, s- a scene the behind grunt, it. dude. Yes, like attitude, like uh, style. Yeah, um, like all that stuff. Like they had, uh, like I wasn't, you know, we weren't alive back then. But yeah, I imagine that all of that, st- like they had all that stuff going for them and like kind of funneling up. Yeah, but they created that. Well, yeah, but they, they, I'm sure they didn't. I'm sure they, they were a part of a scene that got picked up on. Right, but they they probably weren't aware of that they were gonna. Yeah, they weren't aware of it. You know, be like obviously no one fucking knows what they're gonna become. How you're saying? I mean, they, yeah, now, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But like they, but like I feel like something that goes into making it timeless is like, like Led Zeppelin, Nirvana, like what are we talking? Like, uh, I don't know, all these crazy, good, like innovative, like awesome bands. Yeah, they, they had like a whole like. Like with Led Zeppelin, it was like the whole like rock and roll, se- like sex, drugs, and rock and roll kind of lifestyle. Like yeah. It was a huge like appeal. Nirvana with the grunge thing, like they had these movements culturally kind of backing them and supporting our music. And like that's, you know, obviously the music's good, but that. That's legacy, what makes it timeless. That that legacy and like cultural impact is definitely what like shoots it. It's something to do with the internet these days to have those movements. Unfortunately. Well, yeah, so, like, and and it's even right more. Well, you got to think like about like uh, Atlanta rap of today. That's a movement that is like uh, an epicenter of something and a style and things that ch- something that changed the world. Yeah. My biggest thing is though, like looking at it now, it because I, I think that it's actually getting harder and harder to do that because everybody's trying to make a movement. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of like, you can't do that. No, that's what I'm saying. I, inor- I, like that has to happen organically, right? Like, yeah. And of course, like you, you can't make that shit happen. Like you can try, and you can probably come close, like in some. Like mannerism of thinking, but like you, like at the end of the day, like the shit that really fucking pops, yeah. like you can't make that happen organically. No. Like you can't make that happen yourself. Lightning in a bottle. It is lighting in a bottle. But more than anything, I mean, I'm not even saying like necessarily for us, like to to make a movement or whatever. Like I, I think what our movement would be would be like the everyday the everyday guy. You know what I'm saying? Like not trying to be anything like different, or maybe we would stick out because we're not trying to do the same thing over and over again. We make what we like, and I think that was like when I was having this conversation, I was just thinking of like. I think that is, like, to me, how you make a statement at this point is just by being your fucking self. Because it seems like so much of this shit is just farmed. So much projecting. So much projecting. Yeah. And I don't want to project. I don't. I just want to be my fucking self and continue to make good music. So I think we got to move on from that. But, like, that's a great fucking conversation. Now, I'm yeah, glad you guys are kind of on the same page. Yeah. Uh, the next wildest shit that I've seen on the internet was a concert that happened in, at the Sturgis Biker Rally. Did you hear this fucking <laughs> lineup, dude? Trapped. No. Oh, uh, yeah. So hold on. Though. Smash Mouth was the headliner. Oh, yeah. Sick. Trapped. Quiet Riot, 38 Special, uh, oh, and there was a bunch of bands there. But uh, dude, 38 Special is good. I can't uh, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. Two. Smash Mouth is a surprising. Smash Mouth stood on stage and said, "Fuck that COVID shit." <laughs> Come on, dog. Jeez, 
Maybe Smash Mouth is a new oh, movement, guys. Dude, and the best part was on on Twitter, all this shit was trending, and it was like, man, now I got to throw out my Shrek 2 DVD. <laughs> it was like, there was one, it was like Long somebody had a, a signed Shrek clock by Smash Mouth. They were like, damn, dog, this isn't worth anything anymore. I was saving this for my kids. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, who the fuck signed up to go to that concert? Who was like, who was like, hell yeah, get Quiet Riot off the stage and bring up Trap. Let's go. Stepdad Terry was you there. Yeah, that's a Stepdad Terry you moment. Know you know I would who. like to give us uh, our, our weekly Stepdad Terry update. Stepdad Terry, how was the Sturgis Biker Sturgis Rally? Sturgis was the craziest thing I've ever done. So <laughs> me and Poncho right at the front of the pit, yelling at Quiet Riot. I got in a couple fights, a couple scruffs. You know, I was drinking my Colt 45. Of course, man. I was supposed to babysit my stepson, but <laughs> I forgot. I left him alone. But, you know, he was fine. I put some Mountain Dew in there, some Elio's pizza. All right. I, well, that's I your ate step- half the Elio's. That's so, your um, Stepdad Terry update. Thank you, Stepdad Terry. I'm glad you enjoyed the Sturgis Rally. Uh, let's move on. Ken, here's another one for Stepdad Terry. So Chipotle is doing a new kind of like uh, advertisement. They made a burrito specifically called the Tony Hawk Burrito. And Ooh. it basically enters you into a rally to get early access to the new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater if you buy it. That's not a Stepdad Terry thing. That's a Ken thing. Give, me, four, right give <laughs> me 14 Tony Hawk's burritos, dude. 14 of them. 900 Tony Uber. Hawk burritos. Gives you Uber <laughs> eats every day for the next five months. Bro, it gives you a 360 stale fish three. You Uber, <laughs> you Uber eats like 300 of them. They bring like a pickup truck. Just dump them. They just drop a PS4 off in your front yard. Your doorbell like rings. You're like covered in Chipotle trash <laughs> laying on your couch. It's Tony Hawk. I'll be right there. Tony Hawk delivers. He's like, I want to eat the sick fuck that <laughs> got all these burritos. Dude, here you go. Here's the fucking game. Relax, dude. Yeah, dude, here's some insulin. Yeah, enjoy your diabetes. <laughs> now, get, now you get to drop in on Hanger. <laughs> yeah, uh, the final wildest shit that I've seen on the internet. Uh, the college football season is basically a wash. We don't think it's going to happen. But uh, did you see you Jim, Jim Harbaugh wrote an open letter <laughs> as the ultimate football guy saying, like, he brought, like, facts and figures as to, like, why they should play. First off, I don't even know what the right answer is here. Because now all the coaches are writing open letters to the committees and shit like that. It's... Is it an? Is it? I hate open letters. Dude. Me too. I'm not an open letter guy. Who the hell is anyone to think that any open letter they write is gonna like matter? To the people of America, my an name open is letter is a letter where the internet is involved. Yeah, it, I mean, I ju- you you just gotta kind of look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I am more important than everybody. Dude, <laughs> Here is my open. letter. I know nothing about science. Do you think college football happens? <laughs> No, I don't even know if the NFL happens. And it's I think the NFL gets like four seats. I think the NFL, because I talked to Ruben Frank about it, and the way he worded it was like, I'm pretty sure the vibe right now is they hope to get four fucking weeks in and they make some TV revenue and they're like, all right, we tried. But I don't know. Ugh. It's just amazing to me to watch the NFL and the NCAA to sit on their hands and be like, nah, football's too big to fail. It's, it's so too big depressing to fail. because this time of year, like summer's ending, and I'm like, oh, man. At least, at least I have football to look yeah. forward to. Yeah. And now... Now I just get the cold, desolate moments of winter. Yeah. Now, the now I'm going to have to win that Tony Hawk yeah. to yeah. Oh, yeah. occupy my you time. You had uh, 1,100 for the Flyers, right? I think so. Dude, plus 600 now. Ooh! Ooh. Number one seed, Philadelphia Flyers. E, do you want to gloat? Uh, no, I want to fucking win. Fair. But, we'll let you uh, gloat later. Yeah, I will. All right, so let's move on to what the fuck we've been listening to. I'll start it, then we're going to go Eric, then we're going to go Ken. I brought it up earlier, but my first song is Future, and I did this because Spotify basically like alerted you. It was like a recap, and it was like, who have you been following the longest, and who are you in the top 10% of fans? And my number one was Future, and I am in the top 7% of people listening to Future on the face of the earth. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> you get that framed. Oh, man. So, shouts out to Future. Shouts out to... Yeah, we're getting trippy. Uh, <laughs> I picked this song, Group Home, featuring uh, Young Thug from the Super Slimy album. I was also in the top percent of Arctic Monkeys, uh, Mac Miller, Travis Scott, and somebody else. I forget. Maybe Vampire Weekend. Because okay. I was on a big vampire. I was going to say, you trying to be in a rock band or a SoundCloud rapper? Bro, I don't know. It's <laughs> kind of a mixture of both, I guess. But that was my first pick, uh, Future. So uh, that podcast lore, I've yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have dude. There's this guy Chad Lawson who does. I don't know if he does other shit. He plays lacrosse for Duke. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that he's, was good. He's, he's currently a pledge in Arizona State. Yeah, <laughs> Chad yeah. Lawson. Yeah, yeah. I'm a long stick. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he has like these really awesome like uh, piano kind of like, you know, it's just like classical piano mm, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah, he'll add like you know like strings and stuff but the song's flowers and it's just like this creepy like 
awesome fucking piano song. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Bang. Ken, first one? Fuck you. So man. my first no, one is going one. to be, I'm going to go some John Mayer. Or Ooh, John Mayer, John Mayer car. Sweet. John Mayer car is right. Um, from Born and Raised, Walk Race, Summer Ride. Oh, I think his most underrated, one of his best songs, probably top five for me. Dude, so I love that song. And what it's all this? made up. Walt, yeah, Walt, you Walt, Walt Grace's Submarine Test like 1963. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah, That's yeah. a great fucking like, song, man. He usually doesn't... You don't see many people write in that format anymore, like telling a story. That he made like, up completely. Kind of reminds me of like a Cat Stevens kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Born and Raised, I, every time I listen to that... It's my favorite it, John Mayer album. It's up there for me. Wow. I f- it's just like not a bad song. Do you know what's it. an underrated John Mayer album? Uh, Battle Studies. That is underrated. That is Douchey Mayer at his finest, but I'm, I peak, fucking that's his prime. peak Douchey Mayer. That that's John Mayer with no uh, collared leather jackets. <laughs> uh, so my second one, uh, I picked Jackson Brown running on empty. Uh, I've just been on a huge Jackson Brown kick. He's just an amazing fucking songwriter, and just to drive on the highway to that song, you just feel as free and as like um, holy American as you possibly can. Uh, so I picked Jackson Brown running on empty as my second pick. E, what's your second pick? Not on a Mac Miller kick or anything, but I heard her feelings. Oh, so good. Yeah, dude, that shit fucking... <clears throat> Shouts out to Mac, Legends Stupid. Don't Die. Dude, yeah. th- that record, Swimming is just such a fucking amazing album, dude. Yeah, it's fucking... Really is. Stellar. Her feelings, though. Her wow. feelings is so good. Wow. Dude, you ever hear Ladder? You ever hear Ladders off that record? Mm-hmm. So funky, dude. He did a live version right before he died with John Baptiste on the Colbert show, and he had a full band, full horn section, and yeah. he just ripped that shit. It was so good. So, uh, Ken, what's your second pick? So, my second pick. This is I'm going to ask you guys. When you think, like, imagine you're waiting in a dentist's office or a doctor's office. Okay. okay. Who's, like, the one artist that you think of would be on? There's a right answer to this, and it's my uh, pick. And oh, I have the song. man. Hold once on. You, once I say, Let me think about this. So Train? Much. What's up? Train? That's good, but no. Toto? No. I picked <laughs> Sting, Fields of Gold. Yeah. <laughs> it's the ultimate, like, That's a waiting room song. listening at home, I want you, after you listen to this podcast, <laughs> put that on and just close your eyes. You'll just imagine, like, wake the, up the wallpaper. You can just think of, like, insurance yeah, form. you can just yeah, think yeah. of, like, old magazines it from, like, like, dental glue. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. And that's I, a listen, great. That's not an insult. I, I'm the biggest Sting fan. No, no. So, no, like, no, and yeah. great fucking song, but it just. I wonder how much money he's made off doctors and dentists. Office I want to know what are what are other what are other good like waiting room songs? Like you're in a waiting room and things. I said train. I think of like train, Soul what Sister. Soul Sisters. Drops great, of Jupiter. Yeah. Drops of Jupiter. Oh, first off, great fucking song. Sunday morning. Sunday morning is a great fucking yeah. yeah. I know where we're going. Basically, anything off Songs of Jane is a good uh, is a good waiting room song. I mean, there's it's just that like. Adult contemporary softer rock adult. Like yeah. Oh, uh, bad, bad day by Daniel Powder. Oh yeah, yeah that's a good one. Um, Bob. <laughs> Basically, any VH1 you ought to know artist is is a Matchbox good. Matchbox Twenty. Matchbox Twenty. Oh dude. Oh yeah, that's a shoe in. Yeah, that no doubt. Some counting, Absolutely. Some Counting Crows. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're. We're talking like the '90s alternative, <laughs> like yeah. just the the adult contemporary charts. Yes. Anything your mom has in a CD player in your car. That, that's basically what I'm, I'm getting at here. Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, oh yeah. definitely. Shouts out to Darius. Um, Darius. Yeah, so that is what the fuck we've been listening to. Ken, that was a great call, by the way. Yeah. Uh, let's go into... This is, in my opinion, I think our greatest coronavirus survival guide of all time. We got specific this time. We said, who are historical figures, not just U.S., but throughout the world, who you want to drink a beer with? And I put this to the people... Uh, so I'm actually going to knock out some people so like you might have to think of another one off the top of your head. But That's fucked up. Don't do that. Don't do it. Wait till the end? Yeah, wait to see who agrees with us. Yeah, okay. So we I, we got a ton of responses from people on our Instagram poll of uh, who they think they would like to drink a beer with. Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll let somebody else go first. I'll go first. Go ahead, E. We'll go E, Ken, me. Who's your number one pick? Nikola Tesla. Ah, that's a great pick. I kind of thought you go him. I was thinking Tesla. I was like, Nikola, it's kind of an Eric Nick, pick. Dude, Nikola Tesla. Nikola Tesla, like, invented... Electricity. Alternating current. Yeah. He, like, invented AC. that. Yeah. He invented ACDC? Him, yes. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, first off... That's why he played Thunderstruck Dude, not so enough much. people know who Nikola Tesla is. Dude, he... Is he the guy that makes the cars? <laughs> <laughs> In a way. Yeah. He, uh... <laughs> no, dude, he has, like, mad... Like inven- like inventions cr- like not credited to him that should be yeah um yeah he dude he was just like kind of like a wildflower like he like there's like you know Tesla's pigeons and shit how he just did like you ever see the movie The Prestige 
with Hugh Jackman, he's tied into it, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's fucking amazing. Watch that movie, by it's a Christopher yeah. Nolan movie. Oh shit! It's um Christian Bale and Michael Hugh Jackman Kane, right? are the main. Michael Caine's in it. He's in every Christopher Nolan movie, but uh, fucking yeah, Nicola Tesla plays a role in it. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. What, so, what would you drink with him? Yeah, what would you drink? Yeah, you have to say what you would drink with him. I feel like Killer Lights for every. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like brandy, but yeah, Killer. Think this is. We're making a wizard staff of fucking Miller Lights. All right, that's a good first pick. Nikola Tesla off the board. Ken? All right, I'm going because he's going to go right away. Definitely, I think, the number one American, Ernest Hemingway. Ooh, nice, that's a good drunk pick. drunk off whiskey. If I'm bringing him this time, going to get some, like, bush or something, <laughs> some cheap beer. Yeah, he would I be. I feel like he's the type of guy that, like, will tell you these crazy stories. You get hammered drunk, and then, like, you end up fighting at the end of the day. Oh, night. yeah. Like, it, shirts off. You're you wind up sleeping in the belly of a lion out in the middle of the street because he murdered it. <laughs> Fuck it. Dude, Ernest, you ever seen the movie Midnight in Paris? No, I know you. So like that movie that's a there. great fucking movie, yeah. but like basically Owen Wilson's character goes back in time to hang out with the writers like of the 1920s like Renaissance kind of out mm-hmm. in Paris. Paris yeah. And fucking Ernest Hemingway is the coolest motherfucker alive. Like really like man's, that's man's, 20s, man's, right? man, dude, just like what's up? Was he like 30s? Ni- 1920s, 1930s around then. Okay, but okay. and just like the most simple he, like he would he would definitely go to El Bar and oh, sit yeah. <laughs> sit by himself and chain smoke. I actually picture him now as kind of just like uh like a hipster in, in Fishtown. Like I just picture him sitting yeah, there yeah, yeah. like ripping American spirits and RT. drinking Miller Lights. Oh yeah. But he'd be like a hipster with actual interesting shit rather yeah. than pretending like he looks like he He'd tell you about the shit. war, all the wars. And he <laughs> he would he would break down why they happened, tell you about the, the atrocities and, and the victories and yeah, that's a great pick, Ken. Good for you. Had to take him quick. Uh all right, so for my first pick, I went biblical. Uh, I picked Moses. <laughs> Moses was my first pick, and I'm going to explain why. You want to talk about stories? Think about the life of Moses. This motherfucker lived through plagues. He lived in the desert for 40 years. He talked to God through a fucking burning bush. He got the Ten Commandments. I mean, yeah, he's definitely done some shit. He's definitely got some daddy issues, too. He floated down the river in a basket. Now you're bringing Moses to you. You're going to Moses. Nah, Moses is chilling here. Okay, I was going to say, if you go to Moses, you might be stuck in the desert. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to. No, but I want to. Moses was not allowed to enter the He wasn't allowed to enter Canaan. Yeah. Wow. 13 years of Catholic school, and we get this. Was it Canaan that they went through? Yeah, that was the promised land. Oh. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I think. Dude, he fucking ate. He ate manna from heaven. It rained bread, and he ate that shit. That's what they fucking ate in the desert. That was actually like some kind of uh, residue left from insects. Okay, well, either way, he ate that shit, and I want to know about it. I'm just saying. What are you drinking with him? Uh, absinthe. I feel like if I want to have that kind of a conversation with somebody about, like, yeah, what was it like to talk to God through a burning bush and get the commandments? I don't know, man. We got a trip, dude. Yeah, probably Acid. wine. <laughs> All right, so uh, my first pick is Moses. So off the board so far, we have Ernest Hemingway, Moses, and Tesla. Nikola Tesla. All right, E, your second pick. Big Ernest Hemingway is a great American, huh? The greatest American? How about this? Teddy Roosevelt. Fuck, he was my second pick. I, I thought I was like, damn it. <laughs> no, it's okay. I have I have six honorable mentions. Jack's so. only got three. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, dude, Teddy Roosevelt, like, dude, man's man, hunter. <laughs> dude. Big thing for me, conservationist. He, like, designated, like, land like yellowstone uh he was a rough rider Muir bro woods, yeah muir woods like he he designated all these areas the bull moose party he got shot during a speech and yeah still he did speech. yeah he finished that dawn yeah. bad motherfucker you would go out with him you drink in the woods and he would murder a bear and then ride a rhino away he'd find a rhino and ride it away dude that is a yeah. great fucking what are you what are you drinking with him yeah what do you drink what Whatever do you even wants. drink with teddy roosevelt <laughs> whatever his recommendation is yeah <laughs> i don't think you could probably do some whiskey or he does, like, yeah, yeah, dude, let he, me get two killer lights. maybe cigars he does he strikes me as a guy who wouldn't give you the option he would just have it like he like you would be like so what are we he'd be like here drink this like and you have to drink yeah uh, throws uh, you like a like a leather flask <laughs> of uh of dude what is it don't worry about it <laughs> of dude three yeah, three this, this <laughs> early yeah. like, so uh the first iteration of code red yeah <laughs> he's over here drinking uh three olives loopy he's like hey dude try this shit this is wild teddy roosevelt's an amazing pick dude um yeah, really. all right ken what's your what's your what's your second pick? i'll keep going with the presidents i'm gonna go grant ulysses Ah, he was one of the picks from the the. I read up on him. Apparently, he was hammered during the whole Civil War. Yeah, he literally won the war for the North. The drunk. (laughs) Like I want to like if he was like that when he was like doing his job. Imagine how much fun he'd be. That's like off the clock. He seems like a sad drinker though. Like he's (laughs) oh oh, drinking like showing some speedball, some pong. (laughs) 
he's a wizard beer ball. <laughs> Dude, no. Oh that, my God, down. You, yo, you got an island. He's like, I lost 13 men yesterday. <laughs> hey, man, shoot the island. <laughs> oh he's over here. He's got gangrene in his left foot. He's like, all right, who's next on Pong, dude? Did you pay at the door? $5 at the door, dude. Yeah. Who do you know here? Uh, all right, so my second pick, I picked Joan of Arc. You want to fuck with nice. Joan of Arc, dude? Then what? A, that's a bad motherfucker right there. She yeah. she was French, right? Yeah, she was like... She led the French army. Yeah, and it's funny because she just was like, yeah, I was chosen by God. And they were like, all right. <laughs> I'm the, yeah. That's serious. That's what Can't argue like. that. I'm just sure it wasn't that simple. You, you, I'm just saying, if I want to drink with somebody who's just going to fucking tell me stories... First off, I was chosen by God is a great way to start a drinking conversation. Oh, yeah. Didn't she get burned alive? Yes, that's how she got murdered. Like that's a bad yeah, motherfucker. She was, yeah, she was. Uh, she was like executed as a witch, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's what. It, that's what. Because she heard voices in her head. Yeah, but dude, Joan of Arc, just strictly on a badass level. Like we're talking, Teddy Roosevelt's a badass. She commanded the French army. I'm picking Joan of Arc's a fucking great pick. I don't know why I went religious both times, but <laughs> let's see where we go for the third pick for Eric. Because I gotta, I gotta rethink my third pick. How about John Bonham? Okay, so you went okay. music. You went music. I like it. John Bonham, dude. Where to start? I, I dude, I want to know everything about his gear, like his like attitude, his approach, like everything about his music. And like I feel like he kind of gets a I don't know if he gets like a bum rep or not, but like a lot of people who like only scratch the surface. Like study technically and shit like that, like well, No, no, no. I I mean like as a person, like he like a lot of people will just like scratch the surface and kind of assume he was just like kind of like a drunk. Asshole. Oh yeah, because that's how he passed but away. But like he, yeah. So like he, he like would get fucked up and he would like have like fits occasionally. Mm-hmm. But he like dead serious. Like the only reason he drank was because he missed his family. That's like, amazing. He, he like didn't want. He like didn't. He not that he didn't like the road, but he was like a family man. To understand, mm-hmm. I, like, get he, yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah, and they say like. <clears throat> They say he uh, he was like the warmest guy like you could ever want to meet like nicest motherfucker, and like he he like did that <laughs> like, yeah. he, like beat the <laughs> fuck out of those drums like no also it's, like, for those who are musicians and you're not on the road it's easy to form a bad habit on the road because you're just trying to stay sane. Yeah, I mean, especially when you're doing it for months out of the year. Like yeah, and I mean, also like there's, like, less rules to where, like, there's certain things you don't do at home that, like, if you're on the road, you're like, all right, I'll smoke a cigarette. Like, whatever. You're yeah. just trying to keep your hands steady at that point. And mm-hmm. So that's actually a really good pick. Also, just the greatest drummer of all time. Bad motherfucker. Uh, Ken, your third pick. So my third one, I could have just picked right from this pool of profession, but Andre the Giant. Oh, uh, he was another? Dude, nice. did you read the DMs? No, <laughs> I don't fucking on the Instagram. <laughs> but, I mean, the man could drink a whole keg to himself. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Dude, I did you ever see his documentary? Ew. No, the HBO That's one. That's a crazy-ass documentary. I think yeah, he, he can he was another 7,000 calories. Bro, he alcohol. was another person who was, like, constantly in pain. His body grew too fast, and yeah, he was dude, constantly yeah. in pain. Yeah. Yeah, he also beat. He drank all that beer. Yeah, he also beat the shit out of Hulk Hogan. Nobody pick Hulk Hogan because that's a bad pick. <laughs> we disavow Hulk Hogan. Uh, yeah, dude, bro. Andre the Giant's a, a really good pick. A Big Show would be another pick in that. <laughs> I'll slug from the big. Who's another wrestler? Stone Cold. Stone Cold, obviously. Undertaker. Undertaker. Kane. Like I said, you can literally later. just Nick Foley. Oh God! Mick Foley would drink lighter fluid. I feel like <laughs> I feel like meth with the Hardy Brothers. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> all right, trucks, trucks, trucks. Uh, my third pick, I have it on my honorable mention. I pick Robert Johnson, father of the blues, or or I don't know the father of the blues, but I would say well, like the most well-known originator of the art form is well-known for having well, sold his soul to the devil. Well, that's the thing, like not most well-known because there's like that ton of mystery not to like you know, oh no no, no i'm saying like if you mention the blues and originators you talk about robert johnson yeah oh yeah, yeah but yeah. i'm saying like yeah as far as like actually knowing about him dude i mean he wrote the the song crossroads which was covered by cream but robert johnson and i mean he was he's still relevant today uh, like 20 years ago eric clapton did an entire album of robert johnson covers but i just want to know what happened in this dude's life yes. like to one help like bring the art form to the masses, but two the lore behind you say lore, but the lore behind it to where like did you really sell your soul to the devil for your ability to play the guitar? Or have you ever seen the movie um, uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou? That character in that movie of uh, the blues musician who sells his soul to the devil is based off Robert Johnson. 
that would be one for me that I would like to sit down with a, with a, with a beer and be like, dude. So what was your story? Was that shit? All, or of course it's all a myth, but like, yeah, start, or start was it a top, myth? Man. Yeah. 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 Um. So all right. So let's go through our list again. Mine were Joan of Arc, Moses, and Robert Johnson. You had I had uh, Tesla, Roosevelt, and Bonham. And then you had and um, Hemingway, Grant, and Andre the Giant. Uh, I, who I think Ken would have won this list. Well, you see what you I guys did. Won. You I guys definitely <laughs> went with people that you like sought information from. I just yes. tried to pick the guys that I could get <laughs> fucked up with. <laughs> no, I'm trying to. I'm trying to glean as much as I can. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like Andre the Giant. You can't drink a whole keg. This is gonna have a lasting impression on me if I can bring these motherfuckers back. Well, so let's do this. Let's go. We'll go over the the picks from people in the DMs, and then we'll go over honorable mention and we'll start throwing more names out there okay. because i didn't go necessarily with like my favorite people i just went with people i'm like historically like i want to dr- i i don't like regularly think like man i'd love to drink a beer with moses <laughs> but like i I'd when like a thought occurs to you it's meaningful right exactly right, yeah. so the tesla was one of the names put out there abraham lincoln thomas jefferson problematic uh andre the giant <laughs> Gandhi, interesting one. I was going to say Gandhi, man. That was. I, was I'd like to pick Gandhi's brain. Does Gandhi yeah. slug? I don't know if Gandhi drinks. He doesn't drink anything. Fasts. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You, you're going to fast with Gandhi? <laughs> <laughs> 40 days of 40 nights. <laughs> <laughs> no um, Ulysses S. Grant was in there. And then uh, Winston Churchill was also in there. Sick, I thought of him. Yep. Dude, you know who I actually thought about? Queen Elizabeth. Have you ever seen mm. the document? Have you ever seen the show The Crown on Netflix? Started it by now. Yo, that's another she's, bad motherfucker. She's she, the one who like never took a husband, right? No, she she, she had a husband. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, okay. she had a husband. Else. Yeah, um, she she was she was wild. like she like her dad died when she was like young, so she like she was only like thirty when she took the crown. She's still the the Queen of England today. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. So and Queen uh, Victoria. Yeah. 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 Diana okay. So. Daughter, right? Um, I, right. I, I, I am. What's up? Yeah. Princess Diana was her. Yeah. Diana. Yeah. So she had a husband though. Right. Yeah. yeah who yeah. cheated on her? Uh, let's go Wrong. into uh, let's go into the honorable mention. <laughs> so my first one. This is my first honorable mention. I'd like to drink a beer with the first guy who drank milk. <laughs> I don't know how he got it. <laughs> Where did the milk come from, dude? Like you don't know that, that that's what udders do. Like <laughs> it's like did you did you. Like, take that out of the udder and drink it, or did you just go right up to the udder? <laughs> this is the way I like to think it happened. So the dude, there's just a guy standing there, right? And some guy walks over to him with a glass, and he's like, yo, drink this. And the guy's like, what is it? He's like, I'll tell you later. Just drink it. And the guy drinks it. He's like, it's pretty good. And he's like, where'd you get this from? He's like, dude, that. you see that demon over there with four dicks? Yeah, dude, I, I just took it out of there, and this is what happened. So enjoy the milk. Oh, got you, Frank. <laughs> yeah, got you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I said hey, the first, guys. the first, because I couldn't find who the first guy to drink milk was, but that was my first pick. I put Robert Johnson. All right, this is a really good one. I want to drink a beer with Helen of Troy. Do you know the backstory of Helen of Troy? Of course. Helen she of Troy, the face, the face that launched a thousand ships. She was the first person to ever have a simp army. She had, <laughs> she made a dude so in love with her that he was willing to start a grand war. I want to know. I just want to talk to her and be like, was that annoying? Like, was it, <laughs> was it just kind of like, dude, you don't need to do this. Like, relax. Like, it's all good. And he's like, no, I'll do whatever you need. What if, like, like, you went back in time and that was all just, like, hearsay. She just, like, her ego. Yeah. She, she's like, yeah, it was, like, like a thousand shrimps. Yeah. Like, dude. Like <laughs> Do you say a thousand <laughs> shrimps? <laughs> the face that lost a thousand shrimps. <laughs> uh, I also had Hercules. That was Forrest <laughs> Gump. <laughs> I'm trying to drink a beer with Hercules and just be like, yeah, what's um, up? How's Hades? Like, yeah. what's good with that? I bought Aristotle. I mean, oh, Mike Chiacheri said he wanted either Ben Franklin or... Even when I, but when I think of Ben Franklin, now I think of The Office. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the a office saucy one, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'd like... Or Mike said he'd also like to drink a beer with Socrates. So great. Um, and then my, my last one was Sacagawea, because I want to know what the Lewis and Clark, I want to, because they were probably assholes. Dude. They probably fought the whole time. Sacagawea is sitting in the front with their, with their baby strapped to her chest, just like, <laughs> mo- like rowing the boat, just being like, these fucking Lewis idiots. Lewis and Clark are just like doing heaters. <laughs> <laughs> They're smoking darts in the back, just like, dude, Sacagawea, take us where we got to go. We lost, dude. I don't know where the fuck to go. Oh, shit. All right, so who are some other good ones? Somebody said Jesus, but I felt like that was too... Direct. Yeah, I mean, that'd be interesting, eh? So, man, what's up with... I don't know. Lewis and Clark would be cool, honestly, man. They like, seem like jerks. Do you know they only oh, lost man. one person in that whole yes. expedition? expedition? And yes. it was because of um, appendicitis. Yeah, like a appendicitis. No they didn't have the um, surgery for it yet. Yeah. So they wow. went. They trekked all the way across unknown land, and there was only one 
Casualty? Dude, like over a thousand miles, right? Yeah, and just the dude got an appendicitis and they didn't know that was like a thing yet. Well, shouts to Sacagawea because she led the expedition. So, shouts to that. Um, Thinking to myself, like American. Oh, Blackbeard, the pirate. Interesting. Real guy. Yeah. Uh, Guy's guy. Yeah. Real guy's guy. (laughs) uh, Off the coast of like, he was. uh, he was uh, he got booked in South Carolina. No shit. Yeah, yeah. He was like pretty young too. I don't know if you realize like how he lived a young life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess yeah. Like I guess if you're gonna be in that line of work, you got to be able. Bro, to Pablo Escobar, drink Ooh. beer, with Pablo Escobar. I don't I've know watched a lot of Narcos, bro. If you like? Yeah, if I fucked off, up, yeah, if I spilled something on his coffee table, he'd probably just end me. Dude, he killed yeah, so no many. He <laughs> killed so many people. Like yeah. if you like, 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 like. I always say, like, if you watch shows Sons of Anarchy, like, I'd love to know their body count because they just, like, mow people down left and right. Like, that was actually, like, he, like, murdered a ton of people. But he also did, like, a ton of good in Columbia, too. He also ran the world's largest drug empire, so. Didn't he have good intentions? I don't know. Watch the movie Medellin and you tell me. Yeah, he was, like, oh, shit. The cast of Entourage, all of them together. That's good. I want to drink. That could be disappointing, though. Who would you most want to drink to uh, on The Office? Creed. (laughs) <laughs> Creed Bratton's a real dude. You can drink with Creed Bratton. Yeah, he probably's on cameo. <laughs> Bro, I would I would open up a line of credit to have a cameo from Creed Bratton. Um, I mean, I'd like. To <laughs> I feel like Kevin could slug. Oh yeah, Kevin would cry. Look if you like that. Nah, he'd be all right. I think Stanley could be low key fun. Oh, oh yeah. man, you get Florida Sta- Stanley. yo Florida <laughs> Stanley, dude. <laughs> Mysteriously, my mini bar is out of rum. <laughs> dude, fucking, that's actually a really good pick. I like that. Um, I'm thinking other than that, like um, th- anybody in Europe who you'd want to drink with, like great, like hmm. Voltaire, like those guys, like the, the Enlightenist philosophers, yeah, like uh, John Locke. Ooh, how about um, Johnny Locke? Like Thoreau. <laughs> nah, I I fucking hate to drink with those I guys. Like, they just talk Europe. Like Da Vinci and shit. Like yeah, you know, Leonardo like, Da Vinci would be a good like, pick. Uh, Michelangelo. Yeah, like any of those guys. Um, Dude, when I was who, in the what's his name? Um, shit. Lorenzo de Medici. Oh yeah, he like he was the the fa- the Medici family was the, Medici the people bank. who who ran Florence. Yeah, they yeah because they had the central bank. And that's um, how that that's actually how uh, da Vinci like got funded was oh, the yeah. Medici family. Yeah. But my, so Michelangelo was actually a really cool story. So he was like uh, da Vinci's understudy basically. Like mm. he learned from him, and then so he was like this like crazy recluse to where like he w- when he was painting the Sistine Chapel. He didn't shower for like so long that his boots morphed to his skin. Yikes. Yeah, gross. I learned all this shit at the Vatican, but uh, yeah. it was w- we were standing there like, damn, this dude's grimy. Like, <laughs> once again, brought to you Ceiling's by w- brought to you by the American frat. <laughs> 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 who else, man? Like, all right, sports. Think sports. Like, who would you want to drink a beer? Matt Stairs. Oh, um, Matt Stairs, number one. Wade Boggs. Wade yeah. Boggs. Oh. Well, he'll drink it <laughs> under the table. Babe Ruth. Yeah. Babe Ruth. Yeah. Babe Ruth's a great pick. Dude, Ted Williams, man. Ted Williams. Crazy motherfucker. Ted Williams would have, like, I don't know if he would have the hits or home runs or something, but he missed four years in the war, man. Yeah, he, he was Ted a pilot. He was a fighter pilot. pilot. Yeah. That's nuts. Dude, Muhammad Ali. Ali's good. That yeah. would be another one he would talk your ear off, dude, but it'd be entertaining <laughs> as fuck. He'd be the yeah. dude who, like, keeps a joke going over and over again. You're <laughs> like, he, actually, I feel like Ali, because he's the fucking, you know, most substantial athlete of all time, but, like, I feel like he'd be such a ball buster. Like you'd just be drinking, and he'd just be like, "Your clothes suck," and he would just go on for that for like an hour. Like, like that's like, your night. Him yeah, that's your whole night exactly. Um, how about Mac Miller, dude. I already mentioned. I would love, I would love to to drink like a, a Mac Miller, but I feel like for like still I, sipping on my forty in the cop strip. The reason why I don't think I would pick Mac Miller is because I feel like I already have drank a Mac Miller because he's just like any like any dude. Like, and I'm, yeah, I want to drink yeah, a beer yeah. with Future. I'll drink. I want to drink <laughs> lean with future. Like that would be that would be a fun night. Wow, God bless. <laughs> God bless. Um, Tupac could be interesting. Tupac. Yes. Uh, that's Smalls. a deep. That's a deep motherfucker. See, yeah. Biggie would party. Tupac, you'd have deep conversation. That'd be interesting. That this guy on the couch that you get in the conversation. Yeah, with, you like, would just. There's a party hour. going on around you, but you're just having a long conversation with Tupac. It's a good pick. Man, I don't know. I feel like we covered a lot of it. Yeah, what do the people have to say? Uh, yeah, so I said I already went over their list. I went. Uh, it was fault. Tesla, Idiot. Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson. Nobody uh, said. Yeah. Nobody yeah. said George Washington. Although I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. I don't really fuck with the president. I would. Too much. I would. And I've said this previously. I'd love to drink a beer with Obama just because he seems cool as shit. Oh fuck yeah, dude. Dude, oh, love yeah. to drink a beer with Obama. I'll, like there's there's a lot of presidents too. The only one I don't want to drink a beer with is Bill Clinton. <laughs> I can think of another one. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. there's another one, but like, <laughs> yeah, agreed. Yeah. <laughs> that would just be an annoying conversation. 
You're having a beer with Donald Trump, and he's just telling you about himself. <laughs> he's drinking like a Coke from McDonald's. <laughs> no, <laughs> he drinks like a gallon of Diet Coke a day. Dude, he's. Yeah, I don't know. He w- he would just be like, "Did I tell you about all the things I did?" And be like, "Dude, come on, shut the fuck up." Can I go now? <laughs> Can I go now, please? Um, who's still the Jimmy Carter? But I don't. I would like to know about the hostage negotiation that he went through. Oh yeah, yeah. The, he uh, got screwed over on that because I believe what happened was like that was right around the election. Yeah. And, like, yes. He didn't get it, and then like right when Reagan won, they got the hostages. Yeah, so yep. he couldn't get like it was the, the last credit. day of his presidency. Yeah. Yep. Dude, JFK would be an interesting conversation. That dude lived a crazy ass life. Yeah. Oh, I know man. he's a little problematic, but Andrew Jackson because he was like a man of the people. Yeah, the cheese party. And he um yeah he um on his inauguration at the White House just like threw a banger. Like people were getting wasted at the White House. And yeah. apparently there was like a hundred pound ball of cheese that like he like served that people would just eat off Ooh. of. I don't agree with that. Bad Jackson dude. Anything, really bad dude. Yeah. Trail that of just tears. sounds like a fun party. Yeah. 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 Piece of shit. Um definitely pillaged an entire culture of natives. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not so cool not a cool dude. No. Yeah, disavow, disavow Andrew Jackson. Yes. Um I'm trying to think like I mean, there's so many like American, like Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson would be an amazing conversation to hear what he would have to go through and like break, like breaking the color barrier and just like yeah, also to hear from him to hear from him. Yeah. That would be interesting to me to hear from from Jackie Robinson's mouth like what that shit was like. Yeah, I'm thinking like Gordy Howe for me, man. Yeah, I mean, well, that would be an interesting. Like Bo- who else in hockey? Bobby Orr, like that whole like. Well, Bobby Orr's alive. Is he? He is alive. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, like. Gordy Howe was Mr. Hockey, so yeah, he was like, <laughs> they like a lot of people say he's the best. Yeah, you know, it's usually like well, him. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, it's usually Gretzky or and like some people say Gordy Howe, but yeah, any of those guys would be sick. I'm thinking sports wise, like Michael Jordan be fun, but then I'd be like in debt. You'd be in debt, yeah. Or you would come <laughs> up, dude. You might catch one of them. like make this piece of paper in that trash can. Two hundred grand. Dennis Rodman. Nah. Rodman, I, I couldn't. Drink, I couldn't drink with that. Oh, my pick, Prince. I would love a drink yeah. with Prince and just like live the most extravagant night of my life, and then he make me pancakes. Actually, I do. I, I I will change my pick for my number one, Dave Chappelle. Nice, Dave Chappelle. I would love to sit and just like I would just like buy him three packs of cigarettes and let him talk. Yeah, dude. Just listen to Dave Chappelle talk. That would be my number one pick. I feel like, like if you crack a beer while you're watching Dave Chappelle stand, you feel like you're, you're having, having a conversation a with Dave Chappelle. Yeah. You know? Dave yeah. Chappelle would be my number one pick. And yeah. I'm, I'm after Moses. But Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> yeah, well, Stevie Ray. Um, yeah, that would be a crazy Any fucking... musician who died in an aviation accident. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Buddy Holly? Which is like $8 million Yeah, I was going to say, like... stop getting on planes, dog. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, that's going to wrap up our coronavirus survival guide. Uh, stay tuned this week. We have a bunch of interviews coming up. We have uh, Bruce Warren on Thursday, so that's going to be interesting. The return of, of Big Bruce. Um, guys, anything else today? That'll about wrap it up for us, eh? Drink body armor. Yeah. Drink, body thank armor. you, body armor. We appreciate that. You- uh, stay tuned. Fuck you guys. We love you. Love-